0: They were of this place called Champagne, not famous like the namesake women of the famous Champagne houses we know. They were the spirit of this place. We are connected to them and I think they would be so pleased to know that their diaries inspire us now.
1: Now that you are here. We're all in the company of your cool aunts. I'm Sam. And I'm Ted. And this is the Your Cool Aunts podcast, where we follow the lives and times of cool aunts through Claire's diary. So welcome back. And if you're new here, you can also join the conversation in our Facebook group. And there's more on our website and Twitter and Instagram, too. Follow us, like us, subscribe, and now, so let's get on to it. We have another note from Claire. Welcome back. As usual, when she calls out to
0: niece's aunts and friends and... What's up? You got the so, note? So let me set the scene because this one's pretty long. So we'll talk about it on the other side, as they say on the news.
1: Wait a second. Hold on. You told me she appended a footnote to this?
0: What yeah, is she it? sure did. She says, note? oh, the PS she sends us is this takes place in the first summer. So, okay. So the first summer, so Claire's she's first still, summer there. She's she's okay. still there. Okay, okay. So nieces, aunts, and friends. Take a moment to immerse yourself in this scene, a French village where the summer sun is doing a fine job on this blue sky day. (laughs) Feel the cooling shade under the trellis. First sip of cool rosé wine and then setting the sweated glass to leave a ring, a wet ring on the thick slab of stone that makes up the tabletop that I call Henge. I was waiting for Laurent to arrive as I considered my surroundings and thought yet again that this whole scene was so Laurent, natural, real, and elegant. for me. It was as near to perfection as possible, and I still feel that way all these years later. I'll confess to you that in my daydreams, I hope that whenever my time does come, I'm able to recall these details one more time. So this is a backyard scene. This big yeah. slab of marble. Okay, so tabletop. What, I guess what is she is, doing?
1: Is she waiting for some, what is
0: She's waiting for Laurent to show up. I guess she's still at the Grinot's. Um yeah. she doesn't well, tell us that, yeah. but that's, I'm assuming that's where she is. Yep. And that's where she is. So she's on the back porch.
1: It's hot summer. She's got a sweating glass of rosé on this stone and table.
0: Okay. And Let's she's keep waiting going. for on. Okay, so let me go on. And she says, and it was this memorable setting where Laurent connected me to the history of the women of Champagne through their diaries. Hmm, this is interesting. These creative, determined women who managed to elevate any moment in the midst of unimaginable challenges, the daily grind and even the terror of wars. Their feelings and challenges worked themselves out in the pages of their diaries, door eared worn, these booklets have survived hidden for safekeeping in trunks and barn lofts and walls for hundreds of years, where we can visit with them and know that just maybe we are not so different. If we followed their lead and manage to keep the diary writing going, we might keep their twofold mission going too, sorting out our challengers and love while reassuring our nieces, daughters, and friends who will read our thoughts in the future that everything will be okay if you stay with it. (laughs) So this is the last part of the note. This time with Laurent is what convinced me to keep my diary with greater intention. Yes, this diary, the one that you are about to read. Oh, good. From that, I am hoping will inspire you and prompt you too. So now let's get into it and remember to read the backstory if you haven't already. We'll talk again soon. Claire. Claire's referring to the backstory that's on the website there. But hang on a second. Let me let
1: me see the note for a second. This legacy, this diary writing. To think about writing a diary, intentionally keeping a diary, and then really doing it for the future to read, as from opposed your to experience. It's a very your, different
0: perspective. John doesn't like me anymore. Stories, right? <laughs> <laughs> Which is what I think a lot of diaries or a lot of diaries come out to be. People get frustrated and they write their feelings about it. But this is very different because this is saying for the future, I'm writing this so that over time, you'll get a message from me. I think there's a big difference between diaries and journals, you know? So what do you think that is? I don't know. I think it depends
1: on the person. I think sometimes diaries are, you know, in my mind, diaries are more factoid. Journaling's more deeply personal. Journaling, I don't think is something that's done as frequently as
0: diaries. Like major events, as opposed to the ongoing experience. I switch two letters around, you got daily almost. I remember reading about a woman who kept um, a one-line diary. Every day she wrote one line that summarized that day, which is fine for the person who can recount it to you to tell you, oh, this prompted me, this line prompts X, right? But in what she's talking about- I did something
1: like that on a trip because I was a little pressed for time, and I didn't want to write too much or didn't feel like writing too much. And I just not one sentence, but like two sentences, rather than recounting the entirety of the day. Because your pictures will, you know, if you took taking pictures during the day and you're traveling around, that line will recount something about, you know, that. Moment. But you've
0: got to explain it,
1: right? Right? Yeah. I you, mean, the picture you, in the one line. Yeah, you this, still is, have this to give is not the, a. You like still have to give
0: the backstory, so right, to speak, right? right? This is leaving something so that someone it props to understand, the memory, right? Right. right. So intentional diary diary keeping.
1: This diary, intentional diary keeping. Well, Claire started off this whole process because she was curious about about Laurent, cool aunts. And so she did it and she was excited about something, this whole cool aunt thing. And in her own development too, Frank, I mean, that's really what it's about in part. So Claire kept a diary as a younger girl. In her pursuit of all
0: things coolant just that curiosity. I think because she was in love with Laurent. That that's really what it comes well, down to. Yeah. Laurent was her, yeah. you know, her goddess, her muse, yeah, so to speak. Yeah. And I think that's what prompted her. But now here we are, later in life, where Laurent is telling her something else.
1: I'm nodding. You can't hear me nodding, right?
0: <laughs> so what is she telling her?
1: The diary is open. Diary legacies from a French village. Before I start this, can I make one other mention? Sure. Most champagne houses, they give you a little history in their walkthrough tours. I don't think this is unique to champagne houses. I think a lot of companies do this. They refer to, oh, and then we found a recipe kept by, you know, the great-great-grandmother of so-and-so, you know, the baked bean recipe dates back to a booklet that was found and, you know, buried and... These places in their their stories, there's always a journal or something that was kept and it was rediscovered hundreds of years later, and they've gone back to the original recipe. There's always that kind of intrigue. And I'm sure, I know for sure that at the uh, Veuve Clicot tour, they do something like that. And they actually display old documents. Where they where the
0: tours begin in this room, where the tours start off in the room where it happens.
1: <laughs> in The room where it happens.
0: But you know, I, um, I I just want to piggyback on that because I had the opportunity to watch Mary Berry's going through these castles. And
1: Mary Berry meaning the woman who was really the the brainstorm behind the um, British cooking the baking show, baking show, baking yeah.
0: show. and the now British she has a. Show. Uh, four-part series i guess she's done yeah she, she goes did a while ago right different castles yep. and she basically does some cooking but also gives gets into the history and what really kind of got me when, in watching that that show was the amount of detail these people kept what people ate when they oh, came to the records. houses yeah the records that they they've kept So I don't, and and well, they would
1: prepare for a visit from a dignitary or a royal for a year before the dinner was had.
0: But even their letters and their diaries, and and so, and don't forget, there there was no, you know, they were educated so they could write. 'Cause that that's who could be. Well right, you're really right.
1: talking about I think this really started cooking up in the Edwardian into and then man, full flight in the Victorian
0: era, right? Right. So mm-hmm. the idea in of the writing after. and sending letters and yeah. keeping diaries or, you know, records, uh, that was the only way that people could communicate when you think about it, either presently it? with yeah. each other or to leave it as a historical note. You mean as they, they weren't Instagramming on. the dinner? No, they weren't Instagramming or <laughs> doing anything else. So, so when you think about it, it does make sense that these houses would have this historical knowledge kept in these books and other kinds of documents. So I just wanted to throw that out. So go ahead. No, Do I just thought diary. it was. No, I, think, no, it's I just right. think it's interesting that that's how people kept information I, from one generation to the other. And most people didn't know how to read and write, yep. so they maybe that's why we don't have information about what they did. Yep, you know. So I just wanted to. I just thought that was a fascinating point of historical significance. Now that I've gone on about that. Let's get back.
1: All right, back into the diary diary legacies from a french village she calls this i think i'm repeating myself but there it is and claire starts i was happy and bone tired from my intense work schedule which she referred to before she was out in the vineyard all day and then she went down into the cobs at night to give um, in the afternoon to give tours until around nine o'clock at night and then she's back okay from my intense work schedule, so much so that weekend started to feel like recovery sessions <laughs> with my tour guide friends, and then you have to recover from the weekend. (laughs) Hanging out with your buddies. (laughs) It's usually what Mondays meant, right? Laurent checked in with me around the fourth week. I hadn't realized that she was monitoring my progress, but I should have realized she had an extra heightened sense of responsibility for her sister's daughter. Hmm. I guess so. She said she'd stop by the Grinot's on the following Sunday morning. Okay. I'll just keep going on this. I don't have much to say yet, believe it or not. Early Sunday morning at the vineyard. It was earlier than expected, especially for a Sunday. Laurent parked her car next to the barn but didn't come directly to the house. She spent more than an hour in the barn in the vineyard. And then finally she made her way back to the house, and by then I'd pulled myself together and made some coffee and our pamper du. Our pamper. Oh, she goes back our to the that. Ah, oh, that's a beautiful tradition. I went out to the kitchen door to meet her at the table under the vine-covered trellis, carrying a carafe of coffee and cups, etc., etc. The tab, the table, said the table. The table was a slab of stone known as Henge, as in Stonehenge, a meter wide and two meters long. That's enormous. Hmm. It's probably been there forever. Yeah. Well, nobody's moving that thing around. Nobody's going to rearrange the <laughs> <your> furniture. <laughs> I couldn't make a guess as to what it weighed. Yeah. I set the plates and cups on the on a big linen square that covered half of the table. It was an idyllic setting. There's many idyllic settings in where Clara is spending her summer on a quiet summer Sunday morning that felt like nature
0: even knew to move more slowly and linger in the moment. Sounds like when she was on the dock with her aunt. It Which does. if you haven't heard it if you haven't listened to that it's an earlier segment an yeah. earlier episode where she makes Pampered juice with her aunt.
1: Yeah, I think that's about the third one. Yes. Yeah. Linger in the moment. uh, Perfect. Sitting at Henge, the stone table, with Laurent returned me to memories of early morning coffee shared on our dock at the lake. (laughs) I should have kept reading there. I felt so grown up then and now too. Pulling me back into the present, Laurent peppered me with questions about what I was learning at the house of Renard Champagne. And then probing my answers, she drilled down asking If I considered myself knowledgeable on the champagne winemaking process, the history of the region, the people, everything. She was more intent in conversation than I had seen before as she searched for more detail. And I finally asked why she was so interested in so much detail. What was it she was looking for? And then her response surprised me. Yeah, I've never heard her describe Laurent in this way, this Hmm. sort of, I don't want to say cross-examination, but I guess sort of. She surprised me, and it was direct, sparing nothing she wanted to know, why I was turning inward and distant as though I was speaking and engaging on such a surface level. She quotes Laurent saying, I'm not a champagne tourist in a cove tour. Ooh, that's typical
0: Laurent, isn't it?
1: She was (laughs) insulted by my distance, and I knew it. She knew me well, and it was impossible for me to hide my sense of emptiness any longer. Oh, Claire. I acknowledged her observations and felt as though I was confessing to wrongdoing. I felt that given my situation where everything was literally picture perfect, the grenots was such a nice family, my living situation was ideal, my job was amazing, I had made new friends with other tour guides, how could I possibly feel empty or unsatisfied? How could I explain? I even loved the cranky old dog. The old dog. Uh. I'll just continue on. I'm, I'm like, I get a little tear in the corner of my eye here. Listening to a trusted voice, taking advice. And Claire continues, thinking out loud in conversation with someone who cares is the best place to sort things out. I'd call it therapy if I was paying someone to listen. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling Laurent has served as therapist to more than one person, right? Laurent has so much more insight than any psychotherapist could offer me then. Her directness wastes no time in getting to the underlying reasons, and she stopped me with a hand held up and said, she's quoting Laurent, do you believe your situation is unique or unusual? Well, no, she assured me, and in fact it's common, more of a moment of growth than a problem or dilemma. But she warned that you've got to look at it directly and with deep personal honesty, no excuses allowed. But how to do this on my own, and how could anyone, for that matter? I hadn't really approached this as something that I could sort out on my own. And then she gives us—let me see, let me turn the page here. She gives us a rather long quote. I think this okay. little lecture Let's coming from Laurent.
0: Figure so, this out, yeah.
1: Laurent says, "I can offer you this advice because the time is right, and you can benefit from the experiences of several generations of women that have preceded us here." In this village, this small corner of Champagne, the women of this place managed to survive to win wars against occupiers and plagues of the vines. They created our world-famous wine and the first luxury marketing campaigns. We know their history, their commitment and sacrifices, their vintners' secrets because they left their legacies to us in their diaries. I hit the pause button. This is exactly what I was saying. I was talking about the the Champagne houses having these diaries and so forth. I did not have this insight when I read it. I know that you know this history. You share it daily during the Cov Tours. Every Champagne house has a treasured diary, there we go, Mm. carefully preserved and proudly displayed. Ah. As historical references, we know diaries have been worthwhile endeavors and resources for centuries. But the value for the writer is in that personal reflection. Devoid of self-consciousness to pose questions to oneself and then explore answers and their possibilities, she cautioned. It isn't a simple diary of the events of the day, a place to record weather data and you know daily ins and outs of things. I guess. Yes, use it that way to start the habit and be sure to move on. She said to develop your thinking and your reflections, to learn about yourself. Remember, there's no need to be profound. Don't plan it out, for you will lose the spontaneity that's so valuable and so honest. And as usual, Laurent was prepared. Laurent is always prepared. So she's saying, diary, 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 sort it out, (laughs) think. Come on. She handed me a pen. Write for yourself, she said. Forget about hiding your secret thoughts. Allow yourself to think. Just start. Do it consistently, and soon it will become a need to write, underlined twice. A need, a must for any day to feel right with the world. It is the perfect habit to have. Hmm. It really is. I wish I had done that.
0: I did it intermittently. I start, I stop.
1: I'm feeling inspired.
0: I'm feeling inspired. Or reinspired. Inspired, or reinspired. Yeah, I'd like to do it again.
1: Anybody out there? But feeling wait a minute. Inspired? But what,
0: what? But let's go back a second because. Obviously, Laurent senses something in Claire, and why have you been so Something's intimate? up. Something's up. Like, what's, what's... Well, what she kind of got in her face a little, and she said,
1: do you believe your situation's, nor you know, weird or Unique. abnormal? Right. And Claire's like, well, what do you mean? My life is all perfect. I feel weird saying, you know, I'm in a funny place, I guess, right? How can I complain? Isn't that Laurent is saying, you're being distant. You're being weird. You know, what's right. up? Right. So Claire really hasn't answered yet, but... Shall I go on? Yes. Okay. I wonder if she will. So Laurent's giving her a pen and saying, get going. Make a habit of it and it'll f- you'll figure it out. Okay. This was not the first time I'd felt that Laurent could read me like no one else. And I wondered if it was possible for her to know what I would think before I formed the thought. <laughs> when she stood up, I thought she was about to leave. And then she continued. <laughs> okay. And she quotes Laurent again. If this helps you a fraction of how it changed me, then we can celebrate soon. I was changed by this process. It was an accidental discovery that came to me from my mother and hers too. I found their diaries in a storage trunk in the barn. The diaries were dated from when they were about my age at the time. Of course, this occurred two and a half decades apart, meaning the mother and the grandmother, I think. They were the diaries of young women feeling isolated and looking for understanding. They wrote their way through serious and dangerous times, a quiet village life interrupted by war, twice. Two world wars destroying the village and throwing chaos at them to untangle. I think their motivation may have been incomprehensible to us now. This is what they knew, the vines, their everyday lives. They were of this place called Champagne. Not famous like the namesake women of the famous Champagne houses we know. They were the spirit of this place. We are connected to them. And I think they would be so pleased to know that their diaries inspire us here and now. Not to peek into their lives, but to get something from the process. The habit as an exploration of self to find or to write your own truth. Wow. (laughs) Wow. I don't I can't be I can't be profound like that that's that's pretty extraordinary. The habit as an exploration of self to find and write your own truth hmm. alone sitting at the table and still holding Laurent's pen in my hand, I wondered aloud it must have worked for them as they survived the wars, destruction of their crops, to go out and plant again and live out quite long lives in champagne. After this, I surely did not need encouragement or prodding. Eager to start, I also felt a sense of legacy, too. Memorializing the story of how and when I started my diaries following Laurent and her maternal line, too. To inspire, maybe, but for now, to continue. Laurent left as she arrived a presence and inspiration. Wow. She
0: never does tell us what it is that's troubling her, but obviously it's something.
1: Claire was adrift,
0: yeah. And like Laurent I was got say. Laurent caught it somewhere. It. Yeah, yeah. Not checked it, but she observed it or sensed it. It's more of a sensing because she says to her, "Why are you going inward?" Meaning, usually she says something to Laurent when she's not. Feeling my guess, great.
1: my guess would be an observation made by Charlotte who oh, passed it to Laurent about, and said... about Charlotte. Mm, I, here's what I can envision. Charlotte throws a note to Laurent and says, or an email, whatever, and says, you know, I think she's drifting a little. She's gotten quiet, you know, I don't know. Seems she's not, automated. She's not the way she, yeah. she was initially. Something,
0: something's well, up. don't forget. I mean, you're talking about this is probably the first time she's been away from home for that much time. She can't complain, or at least she senses she can't complain because... She's got the perfect situation. It's one thing to travel for a couple few weeks.
1: It's a whole other thing to go for the entirety of a season.
0: You know, she's not
1: even, was she 19-ish, somewhere around there? Right. She's there for the whole summer. It's a long time, you know, and she's she's working a lot. She's working, you know, 14 hours days, maybe
0: longer. Well, I think it tells us something about Charlotte's relationship with Laurent that she could... A observe what she was observing about Claire, Mm -hmm. and then communicating that. Well, I'm I'm guessing. I mean, yeah, but she had to find out somehow, right? Yep, because she wasn't around her all that time. So it's logical that the information of Claire's change had to come from somewhere. It,
1: yeah, and it, uh, or it could also be Laurent detected something in communicating with Claire, and then the next time she was there, she. Went to see her and said,
0: "Hey, yeah, but I think it might be deeper. Yeah, than I that because it is I too. think I think you know she in her communications with her aunt, she was probably pretty upbeat and things are great and you know,
1: yeah. but I
0: think there's some other insight that gives Laurent a better picture of what Claire is feeling or what Claire is going through. And that can only be Charlotte. I can't imagine it being anybody else. But anyway, however that information comes, it comes to Laurent. And Laurent gives her this guidance, as she always does, as to where she's going to go next. That's it. Get those pens and diaries out. Intentional <laughs> diary. I, I, I never thought I heard of it spoken that way, that you intend this is Here's intention. another thought.
1: It's very easy to keep a diary on your phone or in other places. It's a whole other thing, writing it longhand. And I think if, if you want to leave a diary, literal sense, after you're long gone, hard copy longhand is probably a better idea, right? Yeah. Well... And there's it's, personality it, in I was going to say, it's not
0: just the words.
1: To me, it should be done with a fountain pen and <laughs> right, right. a beautiful pen. Yeah. Yeah. It's communicating. It's not It's you. not a
0: word document, you know? Right. It just it's doesn't, communicating. Doesn't have it's when communicating you like your personality through right. your writing, you know, the color ink you use. I mean, God, there's no
1: shortage of booklets and journals and diaries. They come in a million forms now, right? Like, everybody produces a journal from moleskin to, you know, I love that size. That I don't know if it's called A5. Or
0: but whatever. I think, what, what does it also say about what you leave to somebody who's coming behind you? What you leave them is a little bit of guidance, a little bit of, you know, your personality. You were here.
1: Legacy, a you legacy. know, is in the title here. So legacy is something I think that goes through many generations, right? It's a legacy. It, it continues on right. in theory. So let's keep so it going. So get those
0: pens and diaries out. <laughs>
1: Start now, one line at a time, if if anything. So let's keep this going. Into the Facebook group. Do we have any questions for Claire on the Facebook? I can't recall now. Anyway, throw them out there. If you do, tell us about your cool aunts. Your thoughts about? Do you this, keep a diary? Anything? Tell us about your diary. Well, you don't know, yeah. have to tell us about the contents. When diary. did you start keeping a diary? Yeah, yeah. I had one with a little red diary, a little with key. Little on key. It, first. Have, mine was pink. <laughs> so cute. I'm Sam, and I'm Ted, and we'll see you next week when. We're We're back back at the at the the mic.